five, four, three. Mother is the name of God in the lips and hearts of all children. Shoot yourself off! More like a frog! Lord, he a coward. So what? So what? So let's dance! Axel, Axel. Ach now, ach well. Cookies? I'm really looking forward to tossing them. <laughs> Just another real deal. You didn't Hello. say tour one. <laughs> you don't say tour one. Hello, welcome. Welcome. Real deal, episode eight. Coming to you live from my closet. We're literally in his shoe closet. Uh, it sounds really good in here. My yeah. name's Colin Young. I'm Alec Faber. And this is our fucking show, and we get to talk about whatever we want. But we just happen to be talking about movies every week. If this is your first time. Go back and listen to the others <laughs> as well. Make sure you see the movies first. Yes. Don't be a silly moron. But uh, we're going to start it off with some news, as we normally do. Should we uh, Should we roll yeah, it? Yeah, go for it. Let's roll it. Let's do the news, yeah. So, if you're new, you'll know that there's maybe only been one week where we didn't talk about Batman. <sighs> two in a row. Two in a row. Two weeks, two in a yeah. Row. They're um, great weeks. This week has been full of DC news, so we'll start with the first one. Bat- Let's get all the DC stuff out of the way. Yeah, right uh, Batman, the solo Batman movie, has a director, Matt yep, Reeves. Matt Reeves. It's getting a page one rewrite. <sighs> I think this is better Probably than... Probably positive in the long run. Yeah, better than people want to think it is. So it seems like, both of our guests here, seems like that's what made Matt Reeves walk away for a little bit. Yeah. Where it was like, all right, well, I'm not doing it. And then they really thought about it, and they're like, all right, well, we need to take a step back and do something different, clearly. Yes. Do you think that it would have happened if Live By Night hadn't have tanked? Uh, I think Ben Affleck would have had more confidence, and yeah. he'd probably still be directing. Sure. He also just got done with like rehab for alcoholism. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So he's got a lot. Like His relationship fell apart right. last year, and he's got a lot on his plate, so I'm sure... That this is a good thing. Yeah, I think so. I also think, and this kind of goes along with the other news that we have for DC, I think this is a sign that they're taking a step back and are like, we need to slow down, Yeah, and we need to make good movies first and foremost. For real. Like, fuck the shared universe thing. Like, we're not going to catch... Just make them good, and then, and then worry about putting... We're right. not going to catch up with Marvel. That's no. what they need to, they gotta to say. They got to stop. They tried to do it in one and a half movies. Yeah. And, uh... That's insane. I think that this is a good thing. Um, Joe Manganiello was in an interview, and he said he doesn't know if he's going to be in the movie now. Wow. Because I think the page one rewrite means that... No Deathstroke? Possibly. It means they're not going to go out of the, their way to involve the character? Maybe. And I don't know. They scrapped the script that Warner Brothers supposedly liked. The one right. that... And um, that Ben Affleck supposedly liked? Yeah. But was too scared to direct? But, uh, yeah. So I don't know if Matt Reeves is like doing a story rewrite, or they're just doing... Like reworking, reworking the story they already had. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. I don't know what the fuck. And I also think maybe this is where the Nightwing stuff is. Uh, like, it's are like, are they going to incorporate Nightwing so that Ben can get out of his contract in a couple movies? You know what I mean? It seems like possible. what we talked about when we talked about Nightwing. Like, is this the sign that Dick Grayson's going to take over Batman after this solo movie? Wow. Okay. So I think those are things. I think you're right. Signs oh, this, uh, this is all opportune. Right. You know? it, this, this is this, way out. All this stuff happening is like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Let's see what's going on here. Um, 
Next, uh, David Goyer is in talks, supposedly, to write and direct uh, the Green Lantern Corps movie. Okay. So he wrote Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises with Chris Nolan's brother. He also wrote Man of Steel. He did the first draft of Batman v Superman. But my personal favorite credit of his is he wrote and directed Blade Trinity. Which, if you haven't seen it... It's a funny movie. It's entertaining. It's horrible. But it's not... It, it followed the greatest sequel of all time. Well, one, after one Term- of. Terminator 2. One of the greatest sequels. Terminator 2, after Logan. 2. That doesn't count. It counts. No, no, no. But, I'm uh, talking sequel, like one sure, to two. Sure, Logan um, is like the eighth. It's the third. Okay. It's the third Wolverine. But it's also... Anyway, so he's in talks to write and direct Green Lantern Corps. That sounds cool. Could be cool. Yeah, I think he's. It seems like he's. He works well when he's part of a team. Yeah, he wrote Justice League, the the um the comic book. Wow. I'm pretty sure in the early 2000s with Jeff Johns. Wow, if I remember, that's correctly. pretty crazy. So he has like so he knows the source. He's got. A comic, he is the source. A comic background, yeah. like the pedigree for that. So, okay. um, we'll see if being around really good filmmakers helped him out at all because i don't think he's directed anything since blade trinity no um i personally love green lantern um a lot of a lot of people seem to think that army hammer is going to be hal jordan which i know you hate i hate army hammer yeah i I don't understand who's putting him in stuff (laughs) david finch is putting him in stuff he put him in singular stuff yeah and it was fine. That new movie with Brie Larson and... That looks pretty good. That looks pretty good. That might be what turns me. Yeah. Because I felt the same way about Amy Adams and then Arrival really got me. Yeah. But right now, it's like, dude, who... And you didn't like him in Man From U.N.C.L.E.? I thought, no. I thought that was trash. Good. Trash. Yes. I don't... I, there, there, to me, there is just zero redeeming qualities of him. He's like the fucking... The Roman Reigns... He Roman Reigns in WWE is the equivalent to Army Hammer in movies, where they just want they want him to get over so bad, but people are saying, "Dude, we don't care about this guy." I don't understand that reference. I know. Well, he's this wrestler, right? He's the Rock's cousin. I, okay, is he? He's the Rock's cousin. Really handsome. In guy. real life, or yes. just in the story? In the real life. Okay. Really handsome guy. Yeah. Uh, people, the wrestlers all love working with him, but Vince McMahon wants him at the top so bad. But the fans know it, so they're rejecting him. Oh. But and is they, he like an entertaining wrestler? And they won't wrestler? stop. He's really... I mean, he's he's like a new John Cena. He's He wrestles really safe. Uh-huh. People like... People really lo- feel comfortable working with him. Yeah. Uh, but it's just... It's not happening. Okay. And that that's Army Hammer to me. There's it's so not ma- happening. There's so many other actors you could say that about that are way worse. Army Hammer? No. Sam Worthington is worse. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree that he's worse, but it's he's not constantly being handed these roles. He definitely is. No, he's not. Aside from Avatar and Terminator, what Hacksaw else? Ridge. That sucked. The Shack. <laughs> would Clash the, of the Titans. Would the Shack have been a hit for not not for Sam Worthington? It could have been. You don't know. Why did Octavia Spencer do that movie? It's probably a pre. Well, I guess she's she's been in a lot of good shit, so I don't really know. It was a paycheck. She's sick. It's a paycheck, probably. Is it though? Maybe the shack. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to say. All right, but Army Hammer might be Hal Jordan. Hate I, it. I think he's he looks perfect. I will agree that 
he's never wowed me in anything. But no. I, but I don't actively dislike him. Well, what I like the idea of is the older seasoned Hal Jordan. I agree. The one that they have like Training kind of been John Stewart. Yes. Like J- like James Marsden. Yes, and Travante Rhodes. Done. That movie is, done. That's Hit. the movie. Love it. Yeah. Perfect. Or if you want to go full on Lethal Weapon, Marshall Ali, older John Stewart, and then you get a young buck, Hal Jordan. I would love that too. It wouldn't really work because that's not really how it no. is in the comics, but but it would be yeah. No, I mean even some somebody older than James Marsden, like a fucking like Brad Pitt. Yeah. Brad Pitt, Hal Jordan, taking young Travante John yeah. under his wing. That'd be cool. Love we'll it. see what happens. Yeah. So he he's he's in talks to write it. I don't even think it has a script yet. So we're a while, we're a ways away. I, uh, I think that that'll be good. Yeah. Next up, um, Aquaman pushed back two months to December 2018. Um, That's cool. A lot of people were afraid of this news, Mm-mm. but this is good news. I think it's only two months. It's a, it's nothing. only two months. B, it's like hey, give us two more months to make this great movie even better. And they're putting it up against Spider Man, the animated Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Which I think shows a huge sign of confidence in the movie. That's what it is. Yeah. Listen, they're saying, you know what? The biggest uh, Christmas, the biggest fucking movie season of the year is two months later. Yeah. Why don't we put it there? Because it's going to be up really against good. Han Solo. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's and if anything, that's a sign of confidence. Yeah. I think. Listen, Aquaman is gonna fucking rock. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. I'm supremely confident yes. in James Wan. 100. percent He's my he's my dude. Yeah. Suicide Squad two has a writer. Great. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Who's writing it? Uh, I didn't even write his name down. Yeah, who cares? That's how little I care. Um, <laughs> and, then here's, here, and then Mel Gibson is still maybe in touch. Yeah, he's, directing. yeah. That's, that'll be interesting. Yeah, that we'll th- we can talk about. Yeah, when, but, when and if that happens. Uh, until then, I just... Here's the big piece of news that... Um, I I see as a huge good sign and also kind of troubling is uh, Matthew Vaughn eyed for Man of Steel 2. This is great news in the sense that you're giving a very talented filmmaker a property that desperately needs a fresh take. A fresh take. He uh he pitched a Superman movie after The Dark Knight Rises came out. Right. And before he did X Men First Class, and it was too bright, too bright, and yeah, and that's now what they're creating. And that, yeah, they, that's they, what they they need. They fucked up. So, I I really hope it's not some kind of like reboot. Yeah, but if it is like him waking up in Justice League and he's a new person and he's like a new guy. Well, um, in Rebirth that started last year, mm-hmm. the new Fifty Two Superman dies. Mm-hmm. And the previous Superman from before Flashpoint comes, oh. and he is the new Superman. Interesting. So I, th- I'm, I'm wondering if I, I'm sure they're not going to get too wacky like yeah. that. But I think that's the idea. Well, like, we obviously know some time travel shit is going down. Maybe from Batman or Superman. Yeah. So I'm wondering, yeah, if he's going to wake up from. Here's what I think. I think he's a mother. I think he's a mother box. I think the codex uh, that was put into him in Man of Steel was a mother box. Okay. And Darkseid's trying to get the uh, all three of them yeah. from Earth, and he gets them, and then they find out that Superman's a mother box, and that's how he comes back. 
That just makes that makes too much sense. <laughs> and I think he's gonna, and I think it's gonna be a reboot in the sense that we're gonna meet a new character, a new quote unquote yeah. Superman, and he's gonna be the super, the Christopher Reeve yeah. Superman, the one that just a great guy, the one that is not does not feel burdened by being Superman, right? The one that is so happy every day just to help people. Yes, and his bright blue jumper. Yeah. Like that's what I want. That's what everyone wants. So we'll see. I, I'm I'm a Matthew Vaughn head. Yeah, I think he's so. Great. Kingsman. Kingsman, man, untouchable. Yeah. I'm I'm more of a Kingsman and Kickass fan than I am an uh, first I, class I, fan. I, I absolutely love first class. Wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, can't but believe. I it. think he's got the the right. He it seems like his he knows what to do. Yeah, he uh, and I really want and I don't. This is why I don't want them to reboot because I want Henry Cavill to get the right. Movie. Yeah, because he looks perfect. And I think he can do it. I think he can do the right thing with this character. He I just agree. needs to be given the right material. I agree. So that's it. That's it for DC this week. Thank fucking God. Let's move on to some other stupid news. Please. Matrix. Holy shit. Yeah. Reboot. Well, Matrix rebooted. So, supposedly it's not in a reboot. It's, it's going to be a sequel Here's what I read. I, I literally just read this. Oh. It's a it's not a Matrix reboot, and they want Michael B. Jordan to star in it. So people are saying it's a Morpheus movie. Oh, that would be cool. But but here's what I don't like. So I I literally just watched Matrix Reloaded like yesterday, and uh-huh. <laughs> he has that um that really not talked about a lot history with Jada Pinkett Smith's character so I wonder if it's going to be like that so you think it's straight prequel yeah but here's what I think is dumb is he stops being with her after he goes to the Oracle Mm -hmm. and finds out he's the one that finds the one yeah so like what is this movie going to be about yeah I know like what what do we what need is, to see that that leads there what is interesting about Morpheus before this is going to fucking suck I know uh, there's zero percent of me that is excited for whatever th- this is because I love the Matrix. Yeah, I love the Matrix so much. I love Matrix Revolution. <laughs> and there's no involvement from the Wachowskis. Oh my god! Uh, Warner they Bro- want yeah. Warner Brothers was hoping for like a soft blessing, but that's that's like best case scenario. Why? Why? Oh. I can't. Like instead of throwing. Throwing production value and resources mm-hmm. at this, make better DC movies. Yeah. Don't do this. Like, why? I'll go see it. I'll, yeah, uh, especially if Michael B. Night. Jordan's in it. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That's cool. Yeah, but if it's gonna invalidate the events of the previous yeah. trilogy, then I'm not. I'm because not they say that prior to Neo. This cycle has happened where they destroy Zion and a new one is born. Sounds every, like Zelda. Yeah, it's like a new one happens every generation or something oh, like that. But Neo is ended the it. one. He's the end of it. Yeah. So like is he gonna be a previous cycle's one? Like why do we need to see that? The resolution already happened. I know. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they think that Star Wars can do it that they can do it, you know? Ugh. They can just continue this finish. Star narrative. Wars. Star Wars had more than one singular, like universally praised movie, though. That's true. 
The Matrix is the only one that everyone likes. That's true. Whereas, but well, what I mean is their their narrative was completely finished. Yeah. But also, they there's not enough interesting characters to make that. No, like make prequel or, or, or side movies. Characters. Yeah, exactly. There's Morpheus, Neo, and Agent Smith. And that's yeah, it. that's it. Trinity. Yeah. So not looking forward to this. No. All right, Mulan. Not maybe not a musical. It's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. Read. I think yesterday or the day before, it doesn't matter, that Beauty and the Beast was almost not a musical as well. Yeah, you told me that. It blew my mind. But the director, Disney, was the one who was like, yeah, we don't know if we want it to be a musical. We want, we want to just explore the story straight up. Uh-huh. And the director said, "In all, uh, with all due respect, you're out of your fucking mind. Because, yeah, because who the fuck wants to watch that story without no. song? He said, I cannot imagine making this movie and not having Be Our Guest be in it. So, respect to that. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk much more about that in detail later. But uh, Mulan, Mulan's a different. Mulan is situation. way different. It's not like a mystical world of magic all it around you. It, I mean, obviously, it could be, but there is just a you know a, it's, there, a Chinese war drama. There is there. a real story that yeah. they can make. But does that mean we lose Mushu? Yes, of course it does. Which we lose uh, Mushu, we lose the cricket, we unex- lose unacceptable. Yeah, the cricket, uh, I can live without Mushu. Unacceptable. Kevin Hart needs to be Kevin in Hart, this movie. Kevin Hart, <laughs> listen to us, please. I here's the thing. The songs in yeah. Milan are so good. I like, know. I don't. I don't know. I don't think this is the smart play. Um, just like them suggesting Beauty and the Beast not be a musical is just stupid that was obviously dumb yeah uh and it didn't happen yeah but mulan is much more realistic yeah it's it makes more sense in this situation just like maybe a tarzan or pocahontas movie without the music makes Uh, some sense i agree i don't think they should they should just keep going yeah this just do it beauty and the beast i think is probably going to make almost 200 million this weekend which is insane is that true yeah i think it's tracked for like 170 oh my god which is absolutely nuts that's crazy Jungle Book, a gajillion dollars. Yeah, like just keep just keep going. <laughs> just keep going, dude. Well, Jungle Book, it did, had some songs. Did it? Yes, it had uh, Bare Necessities for sure. Oh yeah, and then Christopher Walken yeah. sang a song. He did uh, the King Louis song. Yeah, 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 okay, you're right. Wow, I forgot about that. Like maybe they dipped their toes. Well, that movie, uh, Jungle Book, doesn't have that many songs to no. begin with. But, Lion uh, King. Is gonna rock because I'm sure that's just gonna be pure CGI. Yeah, yeah. Better have songs because why? They'll be in there. No, why else would anyone? They'll 100 percent be in there. Aladdin needs the song. Can't do it without the songs. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I know this isn't fan cast, but we talked about this earlier today. Rest in peace, Robin Williams. But Steve, Steve Carell, Carell has, has to, to be, be the genie. 100 percent. That or Bill Hader, but Steve Carell yeah. way over Bill Hader. Um, that is one of the only suitable replacements I can think of for like an irreplaceable role. Yeah. He can do the impressions. He can do the crazy voices. He feels like a father figure to me personally. <laughs> so Michael Gary Scott. Yeah. Michael G. Scott rolling like a peomp. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm excited for Milan just for the fact that they're they're having the all, all Asian cast, the yeah. all Chinese cast, and Kevin um, Hart, and hopefully, hopefully Kevin Hart. Yeah. <laughs> I ride for those two things. 
All right. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Either way, whatever. Th- I hope that we get more info soon. Yeah. How close is that to happening? Like, what year is that plan to be released? I would suspect... 2019 or something? I would suspect they're probably going to go into pre-production this summer, and then production winter, spring next year. And then it'll come out in Maybe 19. Christmas or, yeah, something like Or this time, 2019, I'm imagining. But who knows? I mean, That'd be crazy. I mean, shit. Beauty and the Beast rap production, August 2015. Really? Yeah. What were they doing? CGI. All that CGI. Yeah. A lot. I bet you that was a quick shoot, too, because it was all on Fuck the green yeah, screen. yeah, absolutely. That's nuts. It's just her and a big green guy. Yeah. That's Interesting. It. Yeah. All right. Next up, by special request, Tron 3. Tron 3. Jared Leto. Uh, negotiating with Disney. <laughs> This is from my friend Jared, who was really mad last week that we didn't report about Tron 3. And Jared Leto, that's it. What's next? <laughs> Listen, I like Jared Leto with Joker with Stan. I don't give a shit about Jared Leto. But I, I, more, I, I more don't give a shit about Tron. See, this is my friend's... Tron Legacy is my friend's favorite Disney movie all time. Really? It's a good movie. I guess. Olivia Wilde's looking good in it, but... It's a great movie. Otherwise, I'm not a fan. But he loves it. Uh, Tron 3, Jared Leto. Fair enough. Next up. All right. Who cares? Next up, Fede Alvarez, director of Don't Breathe and Um, the Evil Dead remake, mm -hmm. taking David Fincher's spot in the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo sequel. (sighs) The reboot sequel. The the requel. The all C- new cast. Yeah. Not one cast member returning. What the fuck happened? I don't know. How good is that first one? It's great. When we talked about it, maybe on like the first or second episode, yeah. I immediately went home and bought it. And how great is it? It's so good. I Dude. For- I forgot how good it was. It's, it's got it all. It does. And, uh, the website, there's still the website up for it. It oh, says really? like, the beginning of the trilogy, the all new trilogy uh, by fucking Universal or whatever. And dude, who dropped the ball? I think it was David Fincher, honestly. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think he I don't I don't think it I think it underperformed. I don't think it, it did. did. Bad. It did underperform. Yeah. It underperformed. But and still. I, I think Rooney Mara and, and Daniel Craig wanted to come back. Why would they not? It's so good. Rooney Mara was nominated for an Oscar. I know. How was this know. not? It was there were multiple Oscar nominations for yeah. this movie, and dude, it just rocks so hard. It's great. Um, it's going to be called "Girl in the Spider's Web," I think, which is one of the later books. It's the it's fourth not book, the second one. Yeah, it's okay. the fourth book. So they're jumping ahead. Yeah, which I don't. I read. I didn't read any of the books, obviously, right, no, but I, I I, I've seen the original trilogy. I though. never saw that. But uh, I don't. Supposedly, that fourth book. That plot is informed by the books that came before it, so I don't know. I don't know. What is informed? Is oh. informed. So I don't know how plot development is going to work with that. Yeah, that sounds really bizarre. Also, Scarlett Johansson is in t- supposedly one of the front runners to be the main character. Oh wow! And I beef her right now. I know you do. So I don't beef her in general, though. I don't know. I'd say she's slightly less at fault than the studio, but she's still at fault. Yeah. 
Because she's defending it in to, interviews. She has to. I she's not going to be I like, guess. yeah, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> she. It, at the end of the day, it was a studio going, hey, we want to give you a bunch of money to do this. Yeah, but see, here's movie. she's also the same person that's saying that Black Widow is needs good. Her own. Needs her own movie. Like, no, she doesn't. She definitely doesn't. And that's. There's no kind of bias or judgment there. Uh, that story doesn't need to happen by itself. No. Spider-Man is not even happening by himself. Iron Man's in the movie. Yeah, you know? exactly. Black Widow would have a whole... He would have Hawkeye. Basically she would have be Hawkeye. an Avengers movie. Hawkeye would probably be her sidekick. Exactly. In and I don't really care don't to see need, that either. No one needs to see that. So it just doesn't need to happen. Just, just cut, knock it off. So I'd be fair. I get it. But, but this this story. But that would make sense for her. This story. Um, I would, I, it would be really funny if Pierce Brosnan replaced Daniel Craig. Oh, <laughs> that would be crazy. Be <laughs> I would be. I would go see it if oh, that yeah, was the sure. case. I'm gonna see it anyway. Of course, because I, I think that Fede Alvarez dude's talented. So don't yeah. don't breathe is good. Yeah, don't breathe is really good. I actually like the Evil Dead remake. I love. It's pretty scary. Evil Dead. Re- I need yeah. to watch the show. Oh yeah, there is a show, isn't there? <laughs> With uh, with Bruce, with Bruce Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Interesting. So All much right. news today. My I God. think that's the last thing. Is that it? I, I think that's it. Oh, okay. There's okay. a lot more that I could have. I know. I could have put there down. Was, but it was a busy, crazy, a crazy week. week. So I was too busy watching the terrible Iron Fist show. Yeah. I haven't. Attention. I haven't done that yet. I'm waiting a little bit. Yeah. I'm hearing mixed reviews from you. Mm-hmm. You are by far the most negative review I've seen from someone I know. It's because well, all right. To be fair, I already beefed the show before I even saw yes. it. Yes. But you had a Dane Cook like bias against it. But that withstanding, it's a piece of shit. Okay, we'll see. We're not gonna talk about TV we'll in see. here. No, no, no. Maybe oh. someday. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a, a TV episode every thirty. Thirty episodes. <laughs> every thirty weeks, one of them we'll talk about TV for so once a year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what do you want to move on to? Let's uh, let's do name that movie. We don't have a fan cast this week. No, we don't. There's just nothing. Nothing for us to Nothing do. Nothing popping. But that's fine. But we're going to name that movie. I'm again, once again the reigning champ, and it feels really good. I don't uh, think you can be reigning champ until you've won more than no, once. No, no, no. You can row. reign. I can, I, I can reign. All right. But uh, let's fucking roll it. All right. You want to start us off, champ? I guess I will, ex-champ. <laughs> okay. The film... That redefines group therapy. Redefines? Is it a sequel? No. Hmm. Group therapy. Group therapy is the most important aspect. The film that redefines group therapy. Sexual. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Is it a group sex situation? No. Okay. Redefines uh-huh. group therapy. Group. Yeah. That's a new definition. It, that's not. That's just like a, they're just saying that, you know? Group. It's just because it's crazy. Group. Group therapy. Read this. The film that redefines group therapy. If you don't get this, you're going to maybe <laughs> kill yourself in the closet. Group. Come on. You're thinking too hard. You're not. You're not thinking about it. We talk about this movie a lot. A lot. <laughs> not necessarily on here, but in general. I like this movie. Yes. 
Do I ever quote it? Uh, yes, but it's not something that you can... Ex- yes. It's not scripted. Oh. Group therapy. Not a scripted movie. Not Spinal Tap, because you've already done no. that. Best in show. No, come on. Group therapy. <laughs> therapy. Dude, this is crazy. It's not scripted. No, it's not. It's a documentary. The film that redefines group therapy. Are you... Stop yelling at me. <laughs> Wait. You're going to be so mad at yourself. I sat in spaghetti today. <laughs> Just because you sat in spaghetti does not excuse you from not getting this very obvious tagline. It's a documentary? Yes. <laughs> You just watched it. We mentioned it today. <laughs> what? Yes. Hold on. An unscripted documentary that def- that redefines group therapy. You are murdering the nerd dog right now. This is crazy. I thought this was my easy one. A documentary? Yes! <laughs> I watched the documentary recently. Yes! Bullshit. Shannon just brought it up. What? Yes. Oh my god. This is pathetic. She's never seen a documentary. Yes, she has. It's really funny, unintentionally. Jesus Camp? Oh my god, no. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I have to you I, you have to give up. Alright. Some kind of monster. Oh my god. Dude. What is wrong with you? <laughs> we talk about this like every time I see you. <laughs> It's too hot in you this wa- closet. <laughs> you watched it like two weeks ago and we talked about it for like three hours. <sighs> Alright. God. I hope you can't blame that one on me. No. That was I'm a dumbass. That was self-inflicted. Although Come on. If you hadn't told me it was a documentary, that would have been nearly impossible. That's why I've said that. Okay. Alright. Fuck. Alright. I'm going to get the hard one out of the way. Come on. All right, fine, I won't. No, it's fine. No, no, give me hell. Infinite space, infinite terror. Alien? No. Aliens? No. It's a space kind of horror movie? Yes. Fuck, I hope I've seen it. <laughs> it's pretty highly regarded, I think. Is it? Yeah. Shit. I'm blanking on sci-fi movies right now. Hang yeah. on. Armageddon? <laughs> No, but that's a great movie. I know. Give me a hint. Um, Lawrence Fishburne's in it. God, that doesn't help. Doesn't help. No. Fuck. All right. I gave you like three hints. The infinite space refers to a black hole. It's from the late 90s. Shit. This might be something I've never seen. Okay. Do you give up? No. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, I don't think I've seen this. What is it? Event Horizon. Never seen that. You need to watch it. All right. It's sick. No fucking idea with that. Never even heard of it. Really? Yeah. I think it's pretty popular. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Missed it. Don't know what happened. Director of uh, Resident Evil oh, <laughs> and Mortal Kombat. Cool. <laughs> All right. Four guys. 2,000 miles. How wild can it get? This could be any number of movies. Four Two, guys. 2,000 miles. 2,000 miles. How wild. Wild Hogs. Yes. <laughs> How good is Wild Hogs? Incredible. Oh, I love that. I greatest. love that movie. One of the greatest of our generation. Marissa Tomei is in that movie. Yeah. I forgot about it. that. Yeah. Oh, 
Great cast. Love her. All right. Don't judge a book by its hair color. Scott Pilgrim versus the World? No. Don't. Oh, Legally Blonde. Yeah. Yes! That was a good one. That's an amazing tagline. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, my last one. Fight. Godzilla? No. Fight? Fight. Mortal Kombat? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let them fight. Yeah. All right. She's about to give crime fighting a makeover. Miss Congeniality. Yeah. Two great movies. Two great movies. So we're tied. That was a Tied draw. up. All right. Two. Should we both look up one right now and, and tie break this? Wow. On the spot? Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. Don't don't give me any fucking Event Horizon bullshit. That's an actual good movie, though. Whatever, dude. This is sudden death. We'll go till one of us gets it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one. You go. You want to go first? All right. His fear began when he woke up alone. His terror began when he realized he wasn't. Sounds like I Am Legend, but it's not. His fear began when he woke up. Home Alone? <laughs> it home no, alone? it's not Home Alone. That is Home Alone. No. That's amazing. It just is Home Alone. <laughs> His fear began when he woke up alone. Saw? No. Also applies, kind of. Kind of. Give me a hint. Um... There are two of these movies. Takes place in England. His fear began when he woke up alone. Terror began when he realized he wasn't. Two of these movies. Uh, this is tough. Is this tough or am I crazy? When you hear it, you'll... I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, you'll feel pretty dumb about it. Fuck. Drawing a complete blank. I got nothing. Give up? Yeah. 28 days later. Oh. I would have never gotten that. Really? Yeah. It's a pretty obvious tagline. Not obvious tagline, no. but it's, it's good. It's a good tagline. I don't think it's obvious at all. <sighs> all right. All right, here we go. The mission is a man. And, oh, Sam Private Ryan. Yes. <laughs> and you win. I win. That's it. Uh, I'm, it. I'm the champ. Yeah, but you, I feel like. like you tried to stump me just then. Yeah, it's a game. No, but it's fun when you when you get it, you know? I don't I'm not trying to stump if I was trying to stump you, I would do it every time. But I didn't give you I a hard pick one. Things like Mortal Kombat. I didn't give you a hard one. Also, I gave you legally blonde and miscongeniality. Yeah, those were fantastic. <laughs> those are actually good titles, yes, too. I agree. The don't don't judge a book by its hair color is it's like great. Unreal. Yeah. Good shit. All right. Well, you win. I do win again. Yeah. We're, now we're now it's now we're getting we're it. cooking. Yeah, it's it's hot fire competition. And next week I'm coming back for the fucking throne. You better watch it. All right. Well, now we're gonna move on to our fucking top five. Uh, this is a really hard one. This was maybe the hardest out of all yeah. of them for me, especially. So I let's think. let's uh, let's get right to it and roll it. In honor of the release of Beauty and the Beast, we're doing... We were going to do top five Disney movies, but I think that's a little... That's just kind of crazy, because yeah. that means we can never, we can never, we do, can never do that again. Yeah. So we're doing top five Disney songs. Yes. Um, Tough fucking list. Really hard. Yeah. 
And it's like there's some some of mine are just really like obvious. Yeah. But, but they're good for I, a reason. But you shouldn't be ashamed of that yeah. because the most obvious songs from the movie were obvious because they were so good. They were the best ones. So yeah. scientifically, you can't deny that. Right. Uh, you said it all. All right. Um, I almost didn't include a song from this movie, but I had to um, out of respect for Mr. Robin Williams. Mm. Um, friend like me, Aladdin. You ain't never had a friend like me. <laughs> Cool. Crazy song. Sure. It's so good. I don't even know how that goes. You're high on drugs. Mm -hmm. Have you even seen Aladdin? Yes, of course. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Aladdin, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, we'll, uh, we'll explain the context for what he just said much later. But uh, yeah, Aladdin's great. All right. I understand. I understand just wanting to include something from it. Uh, my number five is from a movie that came out very recently but really just split my gourd and entered my top five all-time Disney movies. Mm -hmm. The movie is Moana. The song is You're Welcome. You're welcome. The chorus in this song. is It's a billion-dollar chorus. It's ridiculous. It's like, it, I can't believe a human being like that. When I heard the song, I racked my brain for what it was from because I thought, I, I could have sworn that chorus is from something. And it's just and it's not. not. It's just it's so. Just, it's just an absolutely amazing piece of original pop music. The fact that fucking City of Stars and Audition were nominated for an Oscar, and how far I'll go, and You're Welcome wasn't mm -hmm. you, like how far I'll go was. Mm -hmm. You're Welcome was not nominated for an Oscar when it 100 should have been. Yeah. Uh, this song is just. It's nuts. It's got it all. He raps. Yep. Honestly, I could go on and on. I can yeah. explain every natural phenomenon. He. He, I love the rock. Oh, he's he's an incredible human being. Nobody else so, could have played this role for one. No, the, there there is some like some auto tune stuff in the song, but for someone like him, it's acceptable because yeah. this role was him. Yeah, he's not going in there as a he, professional singer. Right, he's a professional wrestler turned actor turned turned voice actor superstar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. I, I forgive him for that absolutely. Hundred percent. And just well, don't the chorus alone. Oh, don't need anything. else. Yeah, it's perfect. My number four is also from Moana. Hey. I just saw this. I was late to the... I, I told him for weeks. Go see Moana. I was go late to the Moana. party. And I, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw my Instagram story <laughs> Shannon. of Shannon crying. It was really good. This, <laughs> um, no, this, it, this is a great movie. Yeah. Um, and in my top five all-time Disney movies, for sure. What's really cool about this movie, as opposed to like the Dis the, the Disney Renaissance movies, like the early '90s, mm -hmm. is uh, those movies are more informed by musicals, mm -hmm. like straight musicals. These are like straight up pop songs. Pop songs, and they're so good. They're not like big orchestral, <laughs> right? They're like one either they sound like Polynesian anthems mm -hmm. or just amazing pop songs, right? And, it's uh, not like they were going out of their way to make it make it sound like Disney. Right. It was like, no, let's write some cool. Let's music. write a good song. Yeah. Uh, so I have "How Far I'll Go." How far I'll go. From just, Moana. just absolutely incredible. Yeah. Uh, the first time it kicks in, you're like, oh, this is like the, this is like the Frozen song. Yeah. But then when they version. reprise it, and then they reprise it, they reprise it the first time, and you're like, okay, this is really sick. And then that third time it hits, and this is bef when she goes back. Yes. To the. Uh, to the island. Yeah. Yeah. The third time it hits. 
it, it destroys it kicks your in whole the fucking world. It's yeah. so it's the best part of the movie. It's so good. Oh, unbelievable song. That that and You're Welcome were pretty were kind of tied for my yeah. number five, but just two absolute rocking hits. Yeah, loved it. Undeniable. My yeah. number four from Robin Hood that ah. we previously discussed. Yes. Is that what it's actually called? It's called Udalali. That's cool. Yep. Great Lally, track. What a day. That's the opening. Opening it number with that. one. Is there is there other music? There is a Maid Marian song. Okay. I think she sings it. Like and that's like it in the third act. I think. Yeah. yeah. And you don't need anything else because no. that shit's such a hit. Yeah. That's like the most iconic part of the movie. Yeah. Rightfully so. Great movie. Great. I need movie. to watch it again. Yeah. The little turtle guy. <laughs> yeah. He's amazing. <laughs> <Get a> turtle. <laughs> All right. Number three. Um, I feel like this movie doesn't get a lot of love when we talk about Disney movies. Um, Hercules. This is like your fave. I love Hercules. Hercules is really good. I love. I like the mythology. Yeah. Aspect, and I think I always thought it was really cool that they did, found a way to do that. What I Disneyfy it. I, I was, like, trying to decide which song to put from there. Because um, what's really cool about Hercules is, is most of the songs are Motown. Yeah. And gospel <laughs> Probably not like that at all. But <laughs> um, so, like, I wanted to put the intro on there with the um, muses singing about, like, the story. Yeah. But I that shit's sick. Yeah. Uh, I chose um, I Won't Say I'm In Love. Which is um, Megara talking about how she doesn't love Hercules or whatever. Gotcha. Just a great. It's a, that's like an example of. <laughs> Listen, I don't disrespect your top five by farting in the middle of it. That was you. That, <laughs> the, the listeners will never know. I can taste that one. <laughs> it's like uh, onions. Onion ketchup. Um, but yeah, it's a great song. I I don't want to talk about it great, anymore. Great. <laughs> Jimmy Cooper from the OC as Hercules. He is, yeah. A legend. And, uh, An icon. Phil Hart, not Phil Hartman. James Woods. <laughs> no. Danny DeVito is, oh, yeah. is Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Good <laughs> shit. All right. My number three. This is the one where I think, I'm going to, th- you're going to think I'm crazy, but I need to preface it. Mm-hmm. This song was maybe the most inescapable Disney song of all time. And. And it's another recent one. Frozen? Yes. <laughs> Let it go. Just just hear me out here. I, I'm coming to you from a scientific standpoint. <laughs> okay? Let it go has the absolute best recorded vocal performance on any Disney song. Fucking Adele Dazeem. I can't trust... Adina, Adina Menzel slayed this fucking thing. I don't... Alright. There's no argument. There's really no argument. That's fine. Happen. The performance is great. I yeah. don't think the song is that good. That's crazy. Dude, when that third chorus hits, and she's just fucking rocking, she just figures out who she is. And I she, think that that song is like the poor man's How Far I'll Go. No way. No, no, no. I think that they are both equal, in, uh, absolutely equal in quality. Dude, 
that chorus is it, it's so untouchable that it was a universally unavoidable yeah, that's, thing. Maybe that's why I don't like it. That's it. That's the thing. <laughs> but before it was diluted, when I heard it in context in the movie, it was like, holy shit. Uh, like maybe. watching the movie, it was like, oh my, this is it. Like this is, I didn't realize what an epidemic the song would become. Oh God. But watching it, it was definitely like, oh my God, this is going to be everywhere. I also don't like that Kristen Stewart didn't sing. Was it Kristen Stewart? Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell. I don't like that that's, she didn't. That's that's OG Disney thing to do though. Not really. Yes. Well, I guess so. Yeah. Jimmy Cooper didn't sing the Hercules song. No, he didn't. You're uh, right. Fucking Steve from Full House didn't sing the Aladdin songs. He didn't. You're right. It happened all the time. I think I think it's cool that they did that because that's like that's throwback Disney style. Yeah. Let it go. Scientifically great. Song. That's your number three. That's my number three. Right. And and that's uh, that's coming purely from a statistical and scientific standpoint. All right. Okay. Sure. All right, get over it. <laughs> number two. Wait, do you did you did a number three? I did. No, oh. it's a Hercules. Oh, okay, right. Number two is "I'll Make a Man Out of You" from Mulan. Mr. I'll make a man out of you. Good shit. What a song. What a fucking track. What a movie. It's got a great bridge. Yeah. Um, and this of all the songs. Maybe this is kind of fucked up, but yeah. this is, if there is no, if it's not a musical, this is the song I'm going to miss the most. Right. Like, maybe, maybe they'll make some kind of like monologue out of maybe like what they're saying. They could. I think, I think really aside from reflection, cause that's like the big song, yeah. her big, like whatever, her big number. I think this song is really the hurdle that she has to get sure. over to, you know, it's true. Um, but it's all on top of that. It's just a great. Donny Osmond vocal performance. Yeah, I think I mean this is undeniable Disney classic. Yeah. So good good pick. I agree. Uh my number two was really hard because I knew it would be something from this soundtrack. I just didn't know what. Okay. From Tarzan. Mm. You'll be in my heart. That is the song. Can you have you ever watched when this song hits, have you ever not cried? When she's singing it to yeah. him? Yeah. That's incredible. Have you ever not teared up? It's... One time? The, the This this is the movie, the Disney movie, that for some reason, opening credits, I'm just... I'm yeah, a wreck. It gets you. A wreck. Whenever I hold Huey, yeah. that's how I feel. This is really the movie that will never work live action it, it'll well, never tried it and it, it'll never exactly that it'll, alexander skarsgård oh my movie. god it'll yeah. never have the same magic and like on top of all that other stuff he was like skateboarding on trees you can't do it yeah it was amazing don't touch tarzan best sound one of the best soundtracks of all time yeah straight up phil collins i got an honorable, an honorable mention before i do my number one before you do your number two for the, anything on the Toy Story soundtrack, because that's okay. n- none of the, that's not except on, for Toy Story two, which you don't like. No, I like Toy Story two. I've told you this. I just think the first and first and third are on another level. Yes, but when somebody loves you from Toy Story okay, two, you're right. Is the best out of all three. No, 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 one hundred percent. No, are you kidding? No, it's the saddest, most no, heartbreaking that's, moment that's in the fine. whole trilogy. That's cool, man. Not the whole trilogy, but <laughs> yeah, the third one has the. most But if we're talking moment. about songs, that moment when Jesse's reminiscing about her owner. Come on. Sure. You know, I agree. I agree. But something from those... I'm going to walk out of this closet right now. <laughs> all right. What's your number two? Number one. Number one? Yeah. I did I'm my all two. lost. You're all fucked up. Sorry. 
My number one, this might be some surprising to some people. Uh, my number one is really surprising. Because I'm a low-key, maybe not low-key, but I'm a huge fan. Maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to like. Right. I'm a big Little Mermaid fan. Oh, that's cool. Kiss the Girl. Go on and kiss the girl. Sing with me now. Okay. From the Little Mermaid. That's your number one. That's my number one. All time favorite. I think Disney that song. This, yes. I think this song, it's so catchy. The mood is like romantic, and Sebastian, the the, the crab, he's the one singing it. Mm-hmm. It's just a really fun, sweet song. In context of the movie, it's a little weird. Yeah. Sure. Because. <laughs> uh, He's basically, he's basically, he's basically encouraging the prince to kiss a woman who can't speak. Yeah. Who can't say that she wants him to kiss her. That's fucking... So it's kind of fucked up. Pretty rapey. But the song itself is Is, wonderful. Is is And in context... And you know that she's psyched. She wants it. She loves him. In context, it's fine, but it's a little weird. Right. But the song is great. Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah. Great soundtrack. Yes. Great. Nothing but great songs. Little Mermaid movie is being talked about a lot. Lindsay Lohan really wants. To oh play my god! It. It'll never happen, but I hope she gets. I would love uh, it. I hope she gets secretly assassinated by some hardcore no, Disney fans. Dude, I love Lindsay Lohan. All right, relax. So this is this is where the I might get the mob, the torch and pit and pitchfork. Torch and pitchfork. The 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 porch and pitchfork. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna be pissed in a second. Uh, is it gonna upset me? I don't, I hope not, but I think if you've heard it in the right context, it wouldn't, because this song transcends any soundtrack. All right, hit me. It's what it's from that is kind of crazy. Uh-huh. Is it The Parent Trap? No, no, no. <laughs> Just let me finish before you say anything. All right. It's from The Lion King 2. Okay. But it was the only song on the soundtrack written by Hans Zimmer. And it was the most prominently featured song in the Broadway musical. Okay. And that's where I heard it the first time. Fair enough. All right. It's called He Lives in You. He lives in you. Oh. And that, I never saw Lion King 2. That's about his son, right? Yes. Simba's kid. Uh, and, oh, God. In the beginning of the, oh, my God. This is, this is insane. In the Broadway musical, uh, Mufasa sings it to Simba first. He okay. lives in you. Hey, um, hey, uh, and then later Simba is like, oh my God, my my dad lives in me. Uh, dude, th- it, it's like a w- crazy like world music song, like yeah. a bunch of like African drums and shit. Sure. And uh, different, I think there's some kind of like African language. Like, right. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, and the chorus is one of the best things I've ever heard in my life. Huh. And this is the thing that, for me, <laughs> puts Hans Zimmer over so many other, like, of the big composers. Mov- movie composers. Okay. Th- this one. Th- this is, like, the cherry on top, because mm-hmm. this song is insane. Like, I challenge anyone listening to this to pause this. Throw on the Lion King 2, He Lives in You. Turn it the fuck up and then hit me up and let's talk about it. 
Because <laughs> this song, dude, this shit is crazy, especially in the Broadway show. Because mm-hmm. it's this it's is on that side. It's like the intro, middle reprisal, and grand finale. Okay. And by the time it hits you at the end, you are just jello. Mm-hmm. You're a wreck. You've melted. It, it, dude, it's one of my favorite songs of all time, and it's from The Lion King too. <laughs> What's your honorable mention? You said you my honorable mention was something from Toy Story. Either, oh, okay, either right. fucking you got a friend in me or strange things happening. All right. You all got right. one. I mean, you could probably have a hundred. All of Hercules. Yeah. Um, the rest of Mulan. The rest of Mulan. Yeah. The rest of Aladdin. Fucking a. The Elton John version of Can You Feel the Love oh, Tonight? Oh my God! That yeah, that's absolute honorable mention yeah. for me. Boom! There it is. All right. It's time to talk about a particular little movie called Beauty and the Beast. Roll it. So, let's talk about the things we didn't like, and then we can praise the movie. Okay. I have a longer list of things. You have a lot, so let me start it off real quick. Uh, About five minutes in, (laughs) I realized... Wow, I have never seen the original Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> I was flabbergasted when he told me this. <laughs> it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, I've seen Beauty and the Beast. Of yeah. course I have. And then she's like walking through the village and singing. And it's, this is clearly like an iconic song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, yeah, I have no fucking idea what is happening. <laughs> uh, so that was crazy. And that is something that I think made me enjoy it more. Yeah. But here's my big beef. And I think this is your big beef. One, it's this is the ab- world's kind of big beef. Above all the things I didn't like about this movie, this was the because because it, it happens right away. Yeah, hundred and sixty million dollar budget, and any time Bell sings, which is like every other song, auto tune is just so dude. It's like it's so share. blatantly. It's in yeah. It's straight up. Do you believe in love? It is crazy. And it's so obvious. It's the whole song, every song that she sings. When you have this much money and this much time, August 5th, fucking 2015, this movie wrapped. How did they not go back and just fix this fucking thing line by line over two years? I don't 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 understand. You have all the time in the world. You have all the fucking resources and money in the world. You're you're re-recording iconic pieces of music. There is no excuse to do a worse version. If Ryan Gosling can learn how to play jazz piano... Fucking goddamn right. A professional actress who gets paid money to stand in front of a green screen and sing a song, who and lip-sync a song, yeah. can take voice lessons and perfect that shit. All I can say, thank fucking God she wasn't in La La Land. Yeah. Oh, she was supposed to be, yeah. She was supposed to be Emma Stone's character. That It wouldn't have been as good. No. She'd uh, probably gotten a Razzie, not Yeah, an exactly. Dude, fuck... Fuck her perform her vocal performances. I you feel differently. You feel that way about her entire existence yeah. in the movie. I don't feel that way. I felt like her acting was fine. I I, I enjoyed her. I did not care for her performance at I, all. Like, I I liked her. Like I was psyched for like when she was cast and announced. I was like hell yeah. She looks the part. Yeah. She's beautiful. She's she's uh she's got this like smart innocence to her, which she gets from Hermione. She has a Disney you know? princess vibe. She does. And I was psyched, and there were just so many moments in this movie, and I don't know if it's the fact that she's acting on a green screen, talking to inanimate objects. She doesn't have anyone to to act off of. of. 
I feel like that's part of it. Yeah. But her perform her performance was so stale to me. I never see. I never really felt that way, and I think again that might be because I just never cared or seen about the original. Uh, what else did we not like? Uh, I mean, the other songs, like the Gaston song, mm-hmm. Josh Gad smashed it. Yeah, smashed. He's the best. He and Ewan, Ewan McGregor, McGregor, best parts. Ewan fucking McGregor. We'll we'll get there. His uh, yeah. Oh my god. But all right. So here's the things. I think that was your main gripe right, with the movie. The scene. One hundred percent. I, 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 to me, that is like so un- unbelievably yeah. unacceptable for a musical, especially yes. for a, this, a musical, a remake. Yeah, you can't remake something and make clearly it. make it worse. Yeah, if you're having to use pitch correction, it's worse. Period. Yeah, it's fucked up. Uh, so my biggest gripe is all the things that they added that I think are s- totally superfluous and unnecessary. Now, I completely disagree. I think the big thing about Beauty and the Beast is it is the first, and I believe, I think Up is the only other one, but it was the first animated movie to ever be nominated for Best Picture. And this is before the Best Animated Feature Oscar right. existed. So in 1991, I think it was, nominated for Best Picture. Right. So clearly, this is a... Not not broken. Not broken, don't fix it. I don't necessarily see what they did being trying to fix it. I think it was just like, hey, we love this story so much, and so many people love this story so much. Let's give them more. Let's give them more context. I don't need more. You don't need more, but now you know. It's like Rogue One. I didn't need to know... Why the Death Star was vulnerable. That's different, though. But it is, but it was. And that's different, and that made that made it better. It did make it better. <laughs> but this, to me, this is like that. To me, well, that's a that's it's a prequel. This is this is a remake. To so me, this it is, is different. To me, this is the same thing as as uh, Qui Gon talking about midi chlorians. It just didn't. need You just didn't need it, and it made it worse. I get that. Like some of it was fine. Like. The, the, Again, the, and, the, and you have more experience with the this backstory movie. on the prince's parents is you fine. Need, okay, that, it's fine. Okay. I didn't care about that. The party in the beginning of the movie, I did not like. Do they not show the witch? They do, but they tell it in um, the way they do it is so cool. But too. it also doesn't make sense. No, it does. No, it doesn't because in in the original one, I read that they say. The roses will all fall on his 21st birthday. Yeah. Yet they've been in prison for 10 years. So the bur- beast was 11 when he's when he was cursed? I don't know. That's the crazy thing. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, Chip Chip turns into a human being again. He's still a fucking Maybe kid. that's a stupid plot hole, but what I like about the original movie is that it tells the story of the witch yeah. in stained glass. Oh. And it's visually really cool. Really cool. And they could have done that and sure. made it look even cooler. I get that. I did not like that stupid party. Yeah, the party. In the beginning. It just seemed like tacked on. And it was like, hey, what if we did this? And that first bell song, where she's walking through the village, mm-hmm. is supposed to be the first song. Like you have this. You have That's this, the opening. You have all this darkness surrounding the story, and then if it, it fades to black, and then it fades back in, and then you get the beginning of Bell's song. Is that not what happened in this movie? No. Because of the prince stuff. Yeah. I, yeah, I, but that was still felt like an intro. It felt like a. It, it felt, felt like, like a big intro. It just felt like the wrong way to start it. Bell's song is supposed to be the introduction. But you just said it follows an introduction. Yeah, but it's not a song. That's it's true. like a narrator. Okay. 
I prefer that so much more. I think that's I get a more it. And, effective. And this way is to do much it. more important to you as just uh, you know an old DC 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 an old Disney head. Yeah. So I, I, I get that. Yeah. But as somebody new experiencing this story, just hearing those little changes, like, oh, I think that's cool. Yeah. I think it's cool that I get to all, that. You also aren't haven't walked around with this for 25 no. years. There are things that, if remade, I would feel the same way yeah. about. Here's some other things I didn't like. Okay. A hundred, and this, I guess this is just the way movies are, are made these days. L- Les Mis takes place probably the same time period in the same place yeah. in, in, Par- in Paris and in France in general. Right. You don't need to shoot on location, but shoot on a soundstage so that it feels. You don't real. need the green screen. You don't. Everything. Everything was green screen. Yeah. There Clearly. was nothing practical like, in this movie. No. And it showed. Like Some, things like the castle would have been so much sicker. I think part of the castle. Maybe might have been maybe real. the castle. But was. that's like it. But with the exception of some of the um, prop design, yeah, that CGI was good. Any of the background like, like, and countryside, like Lumiere yeah, Lumiere looked great. Yeah, uh, Cl- Clogsworth looked great. All of them, yeah, looked amazing. they all looked. They, that's where they spent their time. They did not spend any. <laughs> they did not spend any time on backgrounds and setting. No, and I feel like they like fell asleep halfway through designing the beast. Dude, that is crazy, because there's scenes where you're looking at him and you're like, "Wow, he looks fucking awesome." Yeah. And then you see him again, and it's like, this looks like it was drawn by crayon. Yeah, it lo- it looks like watercolor paint. Dude, it's it's crazy. It it's like they didn't have the budget to finish <laughs> some scenes, and like it's like the guy rendering the footage was like, it's like halfway. <sighs> Just send it out. I don't, yeah, I don't want to do it. Avatar looked better, and that was almost ten years ago. Yeah, Avatar like smoked it. I know, visually. and. I just think that there was a lot of... I don't know if it was laziness or they thought they could coast on the material. That and maybe time. Yeah, time. They had so much time, though. But build a set, you know? Something crazy to me is that it came out now. came out in March. So maybe they kind of knew, like, hey, this might not be too big. I don't know. Logan came out in March. Deadpool came out in February. Deadpool was expected to not be a hit. I don't know then. I just think historically March is not like some hot. I think month. Jungle Book came out in March. Really? I think so. So they wanted to do something just. Early I think. I think maybe March is the, where they're putting these movies. Really? I think. Jungle Book really? came out. I'm almost a hundred percent positive. Jungle Book smoked this. I know. Jungle Book is near perfect. And I know you disagreed with me on this. What's that? But for me, the way that Lame is the way they did the music is really how they need to be doing musicals it's just it's. It I know La La Land it's wasn't un, it's unrealistic it's not though obviously it they just is. did it they did it in Les Mis yeah dude that was but it's crazy that they did and it and people it, are and like it, wow that's crazy and it, it was a better movie for it of, well of course it was except for Russell Crowe yeah but get think, a guy who can sing think about the rest of the performances amazing but Hugh Jackman should have won to, Best, best Actor. Yeah, I agree. He was fucking wrong. To say that's how every musical should be is ridiculous. If may, maybe a number or two, but that's why anytime somebody really does it, they're recognized yeah, because they, it's such an insane thing to they do. Should, I think that they should. That should just be standard practice. That's honestly. crazy. That's crazy. 
Because then, then you then you would really see that Emma Watson can't sing. Well, what you do is weed out the the people who suck, yeah, which exactly. is sick, but it's it's unrealistic. I don't think it'll don't ever know. be a sta- a, a movie standard. I think it, it's definitely going to happen more, and every time it does, it's going to be a big deal. I think, though, I think the other thing that that technique did with Les Mis is it forced them to get a really good sound mixer. Yeah. And this movie was mixed so happen. badly. It was really weird. It was all over the place. It was. It sounded bad. Which I've never, like, actively really thought during a movie before. Yeah. But you could hear it. Yeah. The, like, like I, heard the, I immediately heard the autotune, and I immediately heard how bad the mix was. Mm. And I don't think it was the theater. No, well, we were in the, the yeah, Arclight. We were in the Arclight. The greatest sound in the world. So that shit really bothered yeah, me. Yeah, it was weird. Um, Should we talk about what we liked? Yes, because I did like it. Okay. It was fun. It was fun. It was. I, and like me, <laughs> never fucking seeing the original. <laughs> I, I was, was kind of like, pissed off when you told me. <laughs> I I couldn't believe it because it was it was really just like okay I know the story really well mm-hmm. I obviously know every most things that happen, but like specific details I was like wait a minute I don't know I don't know this song I don't know what this is <laughs> who's LeFou yeah yeah uh, so things, dude okay so Josh you like Josh, Josh had absolutely smashed. every scene he was every in. scene he's in he stole the show. What was great though was his. I think Luke Evans was great too. Like them together Dude. was great. He, I'll tell you, I loved everything that didn't include Emma Watson. How about that? That makes sense. But Gaston and LeFou in particular, perfect casting. They were on both wonderful. Props to Josh Gad because for a while it was like, oh, this is the budget Jonah Hill guy. Yeah, he was. He's going to be pigeonholed as the guy that got Jonah Hill's parts he didn't want forever. <laughs> And then he he's a fucking Tony nominee. Yeah. He's he's legit. He's yeah. proven himself a really talented guy. Dude, the wedding ringer? Yeah, it's actually genuinely funny. Genuinely. I think no one <laughs> I don't think anyone liked that movie. The, I fucking love it. It was Kevin Hart's hitch, basically. Exactly. Um and and he really turned himself around. Yeah. He can do whatever now and he's proved that. Uh and you know, with Frozen and this, he's if he's di- one of Disney's go-to guys, mm-hmm. that's really cool. What if he's Pumbaa, the voice of Pumbaa? <laughs> That'd be crazy. I know. That, um, could, that could happen. Very well. I really happen. liked him. And any of the psycho-religious people that had anything bad to say about the one... I mean, it was hinted it's, throughout the movie. And but then it's one second. It's one second. Yeah. One gay second. Which, of which, him dancing which with a guy. Which legit fucked me up because it was beautiful. It was wonderful. Because we didn't... We both had we the both same had thought. We both had the same thought. Because at first he's dancing with a woman at the end. And you're like, man, that was a real missed opportunity. Yeah. Like, they could have paired... And they had that and dude. Then got, and then the dude that... That come, got put in a dress yeah, and liked it. And loved it. He comes up and just steals his hand and they start dancing. And right there I was just like, yes. <laughs> like that was... I was borderline mad when he was dancing with a yeah, woman. Because it was and, like, what the... You had a chance. Yeah. Why didn't you take it? Yeah, it was great. Did you read Harry Potter and the Cursed Child? No. That they there's a real ball dropped there. That is kind of would have been similar if he was dancing with a woman at the end. Oh really? Yeah. Who? Yeah, LeFou. If he was dancing with a woman at the end, it would have been a similar thing. So but what? What? And the Cursed Child. Spoilers to anybody who hasn't read this piece of shit. Uh, I didn't read it because J.K. Rowling didn't write it, so that's why. 
Well, she wrote the story. Yeah. Story not, by doesn't not the count, same thing. as Love Season 2 <laughs> tells us. Um, uh, Harry's son and Malfoy's son are are in what the the readers are assuming the whole book as a like is slowly forming to like a gay relationship uh-huh. where it's like a friendship where they're d- discovering feelings for each other like moonlight like moonlight yeah and then in the end the very end Malfoy's fucking son asks some girl out uh. and you're just like what why would you what's the point like you had the opportunity to do this and then just you know what you're doing like right. reading it it's very clear it's like well this is awesome like they're putting two two like iconic characters from this they're doing what they didn't do to Dumbledore right what they should have done with yeah. Dumbledore uh and then they didn't do it again mm-hmm. and so that, you were prepared I, for that moment I think my, myself and a lot and almost everybody else that read this was pissed off yeah so yeah but that little tiny thing at the end was just almost was, blew it almost blew it and then and then it happens and you're like fuck yeah yeah go good job yeah um he was great Let's talk about um, our, our friend, Mr. Kenobi. Oh, my God. How how do you steal the show? And not be in the movie. And not be in the movie. <laughs> in, in a movie full of human characters, how does a guy's voice just completely take the whole thing? I think it's a mixture of writing, but mostly the performance. I think he... Dude. He... Unreal. Because... You wouldn't know this because you didn't see. Is the, Lumiere the best part of the Lumiere? He he has the best song. He's the star. Will be our guest. Yeah. yeah, and he's the comic relief. Okay, so he does have like the meatiest, the best stuff. Right. You know, best material. But so he knew taking this role, like fuck yeah, I'm maybe. Gonna... But they made they made him better. Better. Yeah. Wow. He's just he's got one line one liners. Yeah. He's just like a more mischievous, fun kind yeah. of character, and, and instead in this, he's like very heartfelt and like genuine. Well, he's both. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah he's that's both. True. Like when he's talking to Codsworth. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, yeah fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, dude. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and then their little moment in the end oh, where yeah. they realize, like, oh man, I didn't get to tell my friend I loved him. Mm-hmm. Um. He, his French accent. Yeah, he's Scottish, which is like the thickest, most. Insane I, I wonder, like, d- uh, can is anybody that speaks French? If you're listening to this, can you let us know how he did as as a French speaker? Right. Because to me, it sound, it was like I didn't, I didn't, I, I knew he was Lumiere, and then forgot. Yeah. I was like, man, this French guy is fu- is He's killing great. it. <laughs> and then I remembered, and it was like, oh my god. So his wife is French. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that had to be a huge. Like part. she was like she was like you because you said he did it you three sound times. Like shit, yeah. I wonder if she was like, um, you know, do should this, probably do you this, do this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it was either three, three times or he recorded everything twice. They, Emma Watson should have been taking some notes on how to be professional from this guy. I agree. Cause like, hmm, I don't think I did a good job. Let me do everything again. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, he murdered it. He was be our guest. It's one of the best numbers in the original movie. Mm-hmm. They just, Blew it up, to, up yeah. In this. Turned it to eleven. It, it was, was crazy. It was awesome. And like what you said, <laughs> like the best, the best part of the movie is a song about teaching her what a restaurant is. <laughs> you can eat here. And to me, yeah. So you order some food and then you get it and then you get to eat it too. It's pretty cool. It was 
that was one. That was the highlight number for me. For sure, hundred um, percent. I love the Gaston song. Too. The Gaston song and is good. So you beefed that because of some of the lyrical changes. Yeah, I was like, sing, I was like in the theater singing along, and, and you were like, "Fuck!" There was a whole verse where I was just like, "I don't know these words." Okay, so that's where you beef it. But yeah. to me, reading about it later and hearing that that was the the man, the dude who originally penned the lyrics submitted those to Disney, and they said no because they were just a little bit too adult. And then uh, my cat Groot just joined us in the closet here. What's up, dude? Get the fuck out. <laughs> uh, so he penned the ori- those original lyrics and then sent them to Disney, and they were like, well, these are just a little too adult. Can you mm-hmm. change them? So then then we got the lyrics that you know and love. But to me, that's really cool to, uh, to, uh, honor, the, to honor his yeah. memory and and, uh, and put those in there. Is, I get that. It's a really sweet thing. I, pr- I appreciate that. That, to me, that, in the moment, it really yeah, hurts me. But that song, fucking rocked. It does. The performance yeah, rocked. The idea behind it rocked, and I know fucking jack shit about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was that was probably was the good. second best number. Yeah. Behind the RDS. I'll tell you one number that should have been a lot better than it was. Beauty and the was Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Um, the performance was good, like the vo- the singing. The vocal performance was fine. Here's the direction, really irked me hmm. because the way it's done in the original there's this really great scene which I understand as a creative person you don't want to rip off what's already happened yeah. like come before but it's a remake you exactly. know um, the, this scene suffers from no establishing shot right which in the original you, you you're centered on the staircase right the beast comes out of one door Bella comes she out the other it. door. And, and instead they're just the kind of... They're the just there. Yeah. And then they come down the stairs and meet. Right. But in this in the movie, they're just... They appear in the yeah. ballroom. And then they show her, like, getting dressed. And yeah, stuff. and it just looks shitty to me. Gotcha. It looks kind of bad to me. But, um... So the movie was good. It was good, It yeah. was good. I think it... The Rotten Tomato score it has right now is about where I think it... Where is it right now? I think it's at 68. It's better than a 68. Think it's about it. It's in the 70s, though. It's probably a 71. Seven. 77? Yeah, it's a C plus. I don't know. C plus? You don't think it was a C plus? The C. No, man. It was good. It should have been better, though. If it wasn't a remake, it would be... It should have been better. But it would be fucking heralded, you know? No, that that's was the not first true. time we're seeing that movie... That's not true. No, it is. Because that's, that's, that's the p- real problem. God damn, his claws are so sharp. <laughs> Get off me. Come on. We're recording. You're ruining it. All right. That's the big problem with with the with the songs that Emma Watson sings is we've heard them. But we've heard that's them. That's the same thing. That's the same argument that you have for Phantom of the Opera and Les Mis or even The Jungle Book. What? That you're recreating these classics. Yeah. There's a reason Anne Hathaway won an Oscar for for her for her role that she was in for 10 minutes right but she just did something special to it I agree Emma Watson there's nothing special about that I I agree definitely about her singing and then you have um Bill Murray doing Bare Necessities there's there's character like he doesn't he's not the best singer but there's character behind it it. uh, you know that was incredible and there was none of that with Emma Watson for me I I'm with you there I get it. So there is there is a way to take old material and make it interesting again. Yeah. And instead of in, just doing, Ewan it, McGregor, doing it worse, Ian McGregor made it interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Emma Watson made it worse. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that when you're the main character. No, you absolutely can't. When your name is above the title, yeah. can't do that. Uh, at the end of the day, I liked this movie a lot. And I'm, I bet I'll even like it more the second time, mm-hmm. to be honest. Uh, especially knowing the, some of the songs now. Yeah. Uh, but the everything makes sense. You know, what, what everything anybody has said makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody should see this movie as a complete dud or a bad movie by any no, means. No, and I don't think it is. But you're remaking one of the most heralded pieces of animated film yes. ever. I, not only was it the first to be nominated for Best Picture, I'm pretty sure it's also the first animated movie to use CGI. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a big that's a big yeah. feat. So it was a huge undertaking that they really should have waited to do. Or, should, or found the right waited to find the right person. Well, I'm sure that they still feel like they had the right person. I don't know. I I know you feel very strongly about the way you do, but I just don't I don't think she was necessarily bad. I, 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 aside from her singing. Mhm. I think that she really should put in a musical. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she really just should have fucking taken some time and, and And this is how like now that I know this, my expectations for the future of these Disney remakes is so much lower. But like who are they gonna cast as Little Mermaid? None of them have been great, except for Jungle Book to me. Cinderella You liked Cinderella, but was it like amazing? I'm was it as good as Jungle Book? No. Fuck no. But I'm pretty sure it was heralded. Really? Yes. Let me look it up. Maleficent, Maleficent was, sucked. Was shot. Yeah. Like universally frowned upon. <laughs> just just shouldn't happen. Uh, Mulan is is going to be easy, I feel like, you know? If especially if it's not a musical? Yes. Then it's just you make this great war drama about this amazing story. Right. Uh, Aladdin, it's all there. Just do it, and it's and it, it'll rock. Yeah. I I don't know, man. I I I don't think that this detracts from the future of live action remakes at all. But I just don't think that they that it was ready. It's an eighty three percent Cinderella. That's high. Yeah, that's really high. I. <sighs> I just hope they're not just trying to cast... This is like, to me, obviously her performance was not this bad. To me, it's like a Jared Leto thing. Where it's Nowhere like, near that bad. No, but it's like, we thought he was perfect yeah. when we, when his name was announced. When you hear Emma Watson is going to be Belle... You're like, this yes. This makes sense. Yeah. In my opinion, we talked about this earlier today. There's plenty of talent on Broadway. Too much, too much underutilized. Amazing. Find a new star. Yeah, this was definitely a great opportunity to make to make someone a star. Yes, like that, like the girl from Moana. They should have done. She's gonna be in tons. She's gonna blow up. She's gonna blow up. Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Find some. Just find someone new who can sing. Get a triple threat to really rock this thing. Yes. So that when you this remake is a superior movie, which. It, which is it, should which be the goal. It is not. It's not. Plain and simple. So if you're looking for, you know, a better version of the thing you've already seen, this isn't it. No. Uh, if you want to have fun and just watch a... It's a good movie. Yeah, it's And it, it, like, it's... Visually, there's some amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's visually also some, like, pretty some cra- not amazing stuff. Pretty crappy stuff. stuff. Uh, which is really fucking bizarre. Yeah. 
from like the richest studio yeah. in the world from the, one of the most successful companies on earth so yeah I don't know uh, Beauty and the Beast I'm looking forward to whatever's next was it Lion King I think uh, I don't know one whatever, of them whatever it is I, coming yeah, out. I'm looking forward to it but uh, I think both of our expectations are have, have lowered slightly yeah and that's it that's it that's Real the end deal. of episode 8 episode we're gonna talk okay. about uh, The Last Jedi <laughs> we're gonna talk about Power Rangers next week I think I think so and then we'll probably see Life as well we might do a, yeah, like a, might double do a double yeah. particular movie for the first time cause what if Life is Cloverfield 3 that's so, J.J. Abrams has discussed the fact that Cloverfield 3 is going to be a, like a sci-fi space movie. I think focusing on the origin of the monster. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that's I have this weird inkling that that's what this is. Because yeah. it came out of nowhere, heard nothing about it, until yeah. it was a month out. And then here it is with this huge cast... Uh, I feel like there's there's something there. It's I think there's some secret correlation yeah. with something happening soon. We'll see. We'll see. Looks a lot like Alien. It does look a lot like but, Alien, which is crazy. Yeah. But like, that's why I think... Same plot. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's like it looks too much like Alien, so what is going on? Yeah, I'm I'm very curious. So so next week, we don't know what we're going to do. Like, but it might be both with the, Yeah, we don't know things. what we're going to do with like, the extra segments, but I think they're both worthy of talking right. about. And I think we're going to have this problem through the summer yeah because there's a lot of good shit too coming many out. movies so um we'll, we'll figure it out how to how to format it it'll be sick yeah alright for a real deal that's, I'm Alex Faber that's it I'm Colin Young and he's farting so <laughs> I'm gonna need to get out of this closet yeah, alright have a great day roll it roll it